Breaking Soul Ties with Shaladio. On this broadcast, Shaladio teaches God's Word on soul ties and other relationship issues affecting the believer. Listen and be blessed. Hi there, welcome to the program. My name is Sholadio. Welcome to episode 31 of our series on how to believe God for a spouse. In this series, I'm sharing fundamental spiritual principles that will help single men and women to believe God for a spouse and to also find their spouse. I will be sharing core principles of confessions, faith, hope, the seed principle, prayer, discernment, and so on. This series will apply to both men and women. I want to share this prayer with you before we start. Please make this a daily prayer. Ephesians chapter 1 verses 17 to 18. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that ye may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that the eyes of our understanding will be opened to see the wondrous things out of thy law in the name of Jesus Christ. That, Lord, our hearts will embrace the revelation of your word that will put us in a position to receive that which you have already prepared for us even before the foundations of the world in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Um, two, week, two episodes ago, I... Uh, started sharing on three ways you know three ways in which you can tell whether a friend that you are speaking with is someone you should be considering seriously um, for a marriage relationship or not and um, on that episode i started off by i mean um, um, i was going to share on three things and the first thing that i shared on was what i called common core values common core values and the scripture for that was in amos chapter 3 verse 3 which says that can two walk together except they be agreed can two walk together except they be agreed and um, i also shared um a script another scripture ecclesiastes 4 verses 9 to 11 it says two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor for if they fall the one will lift up his fellow but woe to him that is alone when he falleth for he hath not another to help him up again if two lie together then they have heat but how can one be warm alone and um, this is a scripture that really talks about it's really more about partnership between two people. But of course, you've got to understand that the strongest partnership in the realm of the spirit is the marriage um, between two human beings uh, is the marriage um, partnership. So a marriage partnership can benefit very strongly uh, from this scripture. I mean, there have been times in my life where, um, where I mean, it was like I was, you know, like not up to speed. And my wife was there spiritually, I mean, with words of encouragement, with prayer. And then I came back to where I should be. And same thing the other way as well, that there were times where she wasn't really where she should be. And with words of encouragement 
and with prayer she came up to where she should be so that's how the spiritual partnership you know has worked for us uh in marriage and then deuteronomy chapter 32 verses 30 to 31 he says how should one chase a thousand and two put ten thousand to flight except their rock had sold them and the lord had shut them up for their rock is not as our rock even our enemies themselves being judges so here it's another emphasis on unity again that unity between two people can produce more results than each of them working individually so it means that when two people come together in a marriage uh, that is uh, under the authority of god that's why you have the word rock there and um, under the authority of god then you have a partnership that can potentially produce much more than the sum total of the operations of the two people working separately alone individually and the one two i also shared two things two ways in which um, you can begin to detect that you have common core values with the person that you are discussing or speaking or going out with to be able to tell whether you people should even be in a marriage or not and i mentioned the area of um, speech uh, speech and discussion now based on your i mean the goals that um, have been set before you in life based on well should i permit me to use the word vision that god has placed before your life and when i say vision i don't mean um like a trance but i mean like uh, an overall picture of of um of the future that god has painted um before you that you are aware of and you are conscious of and you have conviction about based on that when you hold discussions with people you can then tell that oh okay whether this sort of person shares those common core values and if they don't share those common core values you actually don't want to consider um going into a marriage with them very seriously um, let me give you an example of a common core value a common core value could be that um, um based uh, I mean, based on your experiences, based on your upbringing, based on God's revelation uh, for your future, everything put together, that you are going to put a very big premium on your children's um, education. Now, um, now, if you if if you are that kind of a person, now if you are speaking with another person maybe in a conversation casual conversation and this other person does not share that same sort of core value it means that when you guys have to make decisions uh in life and where um things have to be prioritized then you're going to run into a challenge i'll give an example now if i have um a picture or i envisage that look i want to put in everything i have um, to give my children quality education now if i'm speaking with a lady who believes that she should put in her best into working so hard and then when the money arrives we should give ourselves a well deserved expensive holiday every quarter like every easter christmas and um, summer for instance now there's nothing wrong with me prioritizing my children's education 
so highly that I'm ready to pay any amount for it. There's also nothing wrong with her working so hard and prioritizing those three expensive holidays over anything else that she has to do. But there is something wrong with both of us coming together in a marriage with different priorities. So if she has that priority and I have my own priority, now someone is asking the question that if we have loads of cash, say for instance our disposable income or disposable funds after all our expenses and everything uh is like let's say let me let me guess a figure like um say like a million pounds every month for instance if that's the case now i don't see any problem with disposable income one million pounds of being able to pay for the most expensive schools and the most expensive holidays so there's no problem with that but the question is if we have resources that cannot accommodate those two priorities comfortably and those resources that we both have can accommodate only one out of those two priorities so which one do we go for that's my question so you cannot just assume that oh okay if we both if we are both headed in different directions that as long as there's loads and tons of money to spend yes then we'll both be accommodated no if we have to choose one out of both priorities are we going to choose the same one that's my question are we going to choose the same one and we're talking about money as a resource what about time as a resource if i believe that my time should be spent preaching the my spare time should be spent preaching the gospel and you believe that your spare time should be spent just hanging out with friends on the beach then we have a clash in priority so you see that's not a money problem that we have now we have a time problem because we both want to spend our times differently so you see those are things that you need to begin to feel out and you see you have a situation where i mean people can people who are desperate to marry can possibly people who are desperate to marry can possibly hide their true priorities from you in order to hear your own priority and behave as though they embrace your own priority and then further down the line when you're in a marriage where it is too late for anyone to back out or to look back then everyone now brings out ease or a true color and then you have a problem so that's why it's very important that you intelligently detect the true core value of the person that you are talking with so you not only hear what they have to say but you also read between the lines how do you read between the lines you don't read between the lines by just suspecting some women have the gift of suspicion i'm not talking about the gift of suspicion i'm talking about prayer that's when you are holding these conversations when you come out of those conversations you pray in the spirit as you pray in the spirit if there is something that is not aligning god will begin to nudge it up in your heart god will begin to bring it up in your heart and as you bring it and as he brings it up in your heart in fact it could even be another conversation that you are having and that person will say something contradictory to the first thing 
that he or she said the previous day then you will know that there is an element of deceit or an element of pretense in your interactions with this person you see it's not everything that everyone says to you that is correct it's not everything that everyone says to you that is the real thing some things are said to deceive you and to pretend to you and in order to get you to make a wrong and uninformed decision about their personalities and their characters so it is very important that you pay attention to speech and discussion while you are talking with people i always pay very rapt attention to people people i'm interested in even if i just want to be your friend in real life pay attention to every single thing you are saying i listen very closely to everything in fact my wife once said one day that you seem to have a tape recorder in your head because it's like somebody says something to me like maybe six months ago and then you say something that is different three months ago then you say another different thing yesterday i just tell my wife i said wait oh, wait oh, wait oh. this guy said this thing six months ago then he said this other thing three months ago and he said this other thing one month ago that i said and now say match these three together one two three can you draw can you join the dots here if you join the dots you can see that this is the direction in which we are going now you need to be able to join dots in your head if you don't join dots between one thing the next thing and the next thing then you're not going to be a very intelligent person in life i'll see you after the break Welcome back to the second part of this episode of Breaking Soul Ties with Shaladio. Listen and be blessed. Welcome back. Now, where did we stop? We stopped at detecting common core values in uh, speech and discussion. Now, the other way of detecting common core values is what I call reaction to crisis and um, body language. Reaction to crisis and body language. Now, you see, in this one that I want to discuss, you have a severe limitation if you are running a long-distance relationship. You see, a very smart man or a very smart woman knows how to manage reactions to crisis and knows how to manage body language in a remote relationship seriously in a remote relationship so if you are operating a long distance remote relationship uh, or a friendship or someone introduced someone to you on twitter or blackberry or facebook and then you are doing all your dating business and relationship business on facebook and twitter without ever or whatsapp or without ever seeing that person in real life now you have a severe limitation with this one i'm talking about you see if i operate a whatsapp relationship with you i can easily mask my reaction to crisis and also i can easily mask my body language so it means that i have i mean i've come across people who dated remotely and by the time they met these people in real life that's in real life and they observed their reaction to crisis they were extremely disappointed and they felt as though they were deceived or they were conned you understand now i mean there was a case of some lady who 
was carrying something on with a guy online and when they met in real life the temperament of this guy that's the temperament of this guy in real life was nothing close to what he exhibited online so you rob yourself of the opportunity of knowing who people really are if you cannot see them face to face and hear them um ear mouth to ear and observe their body language when things happen it's very easy in fact um there was uh, there was a lady who had um, kept in touch uh with me uh through whatsapp she's one of uh, my listeners uh, on this program and uh, she's asked me quite a lot of questions uh, about this broadcast and how to answer those questions and then you know it's like every time she comes on whatsapp to ask the questions and you know she greets i greet back um politely and cautiously and that's my standard response to everyone who pops into my whatsapp or bbm or twitter or wherever so i greet you politely and then you ask whatever you want to ask and i answer and if i'm too busy i'll just you know apologize to you and also if i promise to call you at a certain time and i couldn't call you and we get to talk again i'll apologize to you and say oh i'm really very sorry hope you'll forgive me so one day the lady asked me a question and said that I've been asking you questions and, you know, chatting with you on WhatsApp for quite a while. You don't ever seem to get angry with me. That do you get angry at all? <laughs> you see, when she asked me that question on WhatsApp, I laughed to myself. And I, and I told her, I said, look, let me give you the honest answer to your question. I do get angry. So, I mean, there was, it's not like I wanted to marry her. So, why do I need to pretend? So, I told her exactly who I was. I said, I do actually get angry. I said, but you don't ever seem to have gotten angry before. I said, well, I mean, this is, I said, this is a platform. This is a forum and it's a personal forum. So, and the way I'm managing this personal forum is to be polite and to be courteous and to be helpful so that's the way i'm managing it so when you come into this forum is is i have to make you comfortable i have to make you comfortable to the point that you can converse with me very freely and not think that i'm going to come down on you harshly for anything you're doing wrong out there or saying wrong so that the i mean the wisdom of god and everything can flow so that's the atmosphere that I need to create through that personal forum. But in real life, I would react to things in real life the way anyone is expected to react. So I made that clear. So the issue now is that I, it's possible for someone to use an online forum. It's possible for someone to use an online forum to 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 mimic um an atmosphere of you know uh of cordiality and a perfect atmosphere that never shows any character flaws of any sort at all and then when you meet the person in real life and you marry the person in real life then you will know that the person you've been interacting with online is not the same person that you ended up in bed with or in marriage with rather or in the same bedroom with that's what i meant 
so you you will be shocked that no this cannot be the person why because it is possible for me to hide my true character and my true personality from you in order to get you into a permanent relationship or rapport with me so you need to make um allowances for that so that so i'm not saying that it is wrong for you to have online stuff with people but what i'm saying is that you don't know them that well until you see them in real life well, when i say see them in real life see them long enough to be able to make an informed decision as to or have a very good and i wouldn't say perfect idea but at least sensible and reasonable idea of who they are exactly in real life so that's um uh, that's just what i want to um uh that's just what i want to pass across to you that reactions to crisis and body language and some of these reactions you will you may not even see until you visit the homes of such people so you can just imagine i mean you're dating somebody you don't know the father you don't know the mother you've never been to the person's house before you don't see how they react in their house before everything you just don't know all you know about the person is the person's handle on twitter or the person's uh, handle on WhatsApp, or the person's uh, uh, profile on BBM. That's all you know. That's all you know um, about the person. And um, come on, you're not... I mean, you don't know this person. Let's just put it that way. You don't know this man, or you don't know this woman. So that's why it's very important that no matter how you start your relationship whether in real life or online it must culminate in real life interactions before you make a final decision as to whether you want to marry this person or not and then the third area which i want to mention is the area of the holy spirit speaking to you the holy spirit uh speaking to you and this is how it happens i'll explain um, how it happens how your spirit also can detect things you know and pick things up now very quickly let me give you a quick crash course now you see when god made you he made you um spirit soul and body so it means that you are a spirit you have a soul and you live in a body your body reacts to physical things you know like touch smell and all the rest and send signals to your mind so within your mind you can tell whether something smells good or smells bad feels good or feels bad well when you see something you can tell whether it's something nice or something dangerous or you know when you hear something you can tell whether it's a pleasant noise or a horrible noise so you see all those signals come to your mind but there's a part of you that is deep inside you which is called your spirit and that is the part of you that got recreated when jesus or the holy spirit came on the inside of you at the new birth and you see it is that part of you called the spirit that has direct contact with god that has direct transmission to god and you see the spirit part of you knows several things and many things and in fact everything about you that your mind doesn't know i'll give you an example now i am in this room in sweden holding this recording now i'm having this recording now now uh, my family is back uh, out there in uk uh, in grace at the moment now to to be honest i cannot precisely tell you whether 
based on the information available to me in my mind whether the sun is up in grace or it is raining in grace i can't tell you why because my eyes cannot see into grace i can't hear what is happening in grace i can't feel what is happening in grace but do you know something it is possible for your spirit to know what is happening in grace it is possible for your spirit to know everything about you but the way that is going to happen is by you praying in the spirit praying in tongues and exercising yourself spiritually and you see if you want to know i mean this is I and mean, this comes in handy when you have to make decisions it, 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 that I've, I've had some occasions where it's not like i heard god speak to me about something but my spirit just dropped something in my mind about certain situations and i went ahead checked them out and i saw that oh yes i was right so you see that is what um people in the world they call it the sixth sense so you see you have five senses that are constantly alerting you to the presence of i mean to to the presence of danger or safety but you have a sixth thing sense and that is your spirit that is also constantly alerting you only if you are spiritually alert or spiritually sensitive that's why it is very important that you pray you worship god you read the scriptures you meditate on the scriptures and you pray in the spirit very often if you want to make right decisions in life and if you read joshua 1 8 he says this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth but thou shalt meditate therein day and night that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written there for then thou shalt make thy way prosperous and then thou shalt have good success so if you meditate a lot in god's word if you pray in the spirit pray a lot in the spirit you then discover that your spirit will be able to exercise knowledge and will be able to pass things to your mind will be able to tell you tell your mind things that mm, this thing this thing this thing this thing is not right it's not right it's not right things that your mind will not have been able to figure out through canal means your spirit will be able to pick them up from the spirit realm very sharply i mean there was a lady i mean she was talking to this guy this guy was talking to her and this guy had even made his um, I mean, he has made his intentions known right very early that I really want to marry you. I mean, any lady out there will go back home jumping on her feet that, yes, 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 if man wants to marry me and you'll be so excited, you have butterflies in your stomach. But thank God for this lady, very good friend of mine. I respect her to the bones. I really respect her. She went home and she did not start jumping up and down like a silly girl. She just said, all right. He said that, Lord, I thank you for that. And then he just began to pray. She was just praying in the spirit and she was in no rush. The Bible says that if that he that maketh haste shall not be innocent. So if you are the kind of person who makes haste in life, you will not be innocent because you will um you 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 will either bend the rules or you will miss out on blind spots. As in there'll be blind spots that you will be that you will miss out on. So so this lady was praying in the spirit but just one day her spirit just you know dropped something in her mind that wait this piece of item that you borrowed from this guy uh why don't you just go and return it now is this thing has stayed too long in your house 
so she sent a text to this guy that i'm coming over to return this thing and the guy lived in his house alone so she got there she knocked on the door and lo and behold the door was op opened by a woman in a rapper that um was obviously having a you know some sexual activity with the guy in the house and the lady greeted the two of them she didn't enter she just dropped the item the guy said i didn't why couldn't you tell me you were coming and later i actually texted you didn't you see the text on your phone obviously the guy was uh, busy romping with the, i mean with this other lady to see her text message so she went back she went back to her house thanking god said lord i thank you because of this testimony that look she was able to detect that this guy was just i mean he was just a liar and a deceiver and um that was how she got saved from that trap of the enemy so so you see some things in life are not breakthroughs they are actually traps and you need to recognize that and um i'll see you guys again next week thank you bye bye Thanks for listening to this episode of Breaking Soul Ties with Sholadio. To learn more about Soul Ties on Twitter, please follow our Sholadio and our Soul Ties tweets. You can also visit www.breakingsoulties.com to read up on Soul Ties. To contact Sholadio, please send an email to breakingsoulties at charisministries.org. That is K-A-R-I-S ministries.org You can also chat with him on BBM by using the following pin 52C7F3CD I repeat 52C7F3CD We have come to the end of this episode of Breaking Soul Ties with Sean Adio. See you again same time next week. Jesus is Lord.